0: There were about 15 people at Skeeter's funeral. Family, friends, ex-wives of which there were three, and a Guatemalan couple who left halfway through.
1: Good morning. Now I'm not much for making speeches, but I did want to say something in honor of Skeeter, my brother. Not biologically, of course, because we adopted him after we found him floating down the river, but, but Skeeter was a good man. He was a veteran, He was a member of George Bush Sr.'s security team and he was a master of the art of massage.
0: You are listening to Southbound, a Simon Fogg mystery. Produced by Jake Irwin and written by Billy Francis. Episode 3, Skeeter's Send-Off.
1: Yeah, there wasn't an animal that Skeeter couldn't kill, skin, and make taste like bacon. He even made his famous squirrel bacon, which of course would eventually give him mild brain damage, but uh... Well, Skeeter died doing what he loved. Sleeping after drinking a whole 12-pack to himself.
0: Out of nowhere, I was on my feet. They were walking me to the altar at the front of the church as if working independently of my brain. What the hell are you doing, sir? I'd like to say a few words. But well, just, just sit down. I wrestled the microphone from Walt for some unknown reason. The pastor looked appalled and again, I don't know what came over me. Testing. Testing. Can you all
1: hear me out there? Uh, now, you know it's working, you just saw me use it. You are such a dumbass. Hello. Uh, Many
0: of you may not know me. Truthfully, I've only been in town a few days, but I had the pleasure of meeting Skeeter. In fact, we've been sharing a bed since I got here, but not in that way. Just, well, I want you all to know how sorry I am. I was actually the one who found him, and I am sure I would bet my life on it that this was not a death of natural causes. This man was killed. The room let out an audible gasp. I know, I know, it's shocking to hear. A woman screamed. Oh, it's it's not that unbelievable, we just had a guy die in a septic tank last week. At that moment another woman fainted, and a burly man barreled towards me. What? What? I looked behind me where my hand was leaning and realised I was pressing down on Skeeter's head. Oh, sorry about that. Anyway, if anybody knows who would be targeting Holt and his family, please come and see me. I'll be staying with the family until I find out what's going on because this man was a veteran. I was ushered out of the church by the burly man. I tried again to pull on their heartstrings the only way I knew how to in America. This man was a veteran. This man, he, he was a veteran in the Army or Navy or something. Outside, I realised something. I was totally out of leads, And my hands smelt like dead face. In the car on the way home The atmosphere was understandably uneasy Old Denise sat in the front While I sat in the back With old Aunt Margaret And the burly man who had just ejected me From the church There's some beautiful architecture around here Nothing How old are these houses? Nothing
1: Old I bet (sighs) Si You're done here We're going to go down to the library tomorrow and book you a ticket home on one of them computers they got. And I hate to break it to you, bud, but we ain't paying you.
0: Listen, Holt. These things don't solve themselves overnight. They do on Dateline. Give me time. I can find out who did it. I can. Then it hit me. The Barley Boys. Remember when you said it was those Barley Boys who'd found him? Okay, just, just shut up. You're done.
1: It's done, it's over. Just
0: drop me at the watering hole, all right?
1: Okay, but you better find your own way home.
0: I looked to my right and the burly man was standing next to me. I felt good next to him, little and large. This could be the start of my first friendship in this place. I swung the door of the bar open. With that, the burly man walked over the other side and ignored me. Hey, it's the guy who didn't pay. I was chasing somebody. See, I'm a detective, right? And sometimes we gotta leave bars without paying. It's just part of the remit. That don't impress me much. I'm not trying to impress you. I'm just looking for some answers.
2: You won't find no answers at the bottom of a whiskey glass.
0: Well, that's lucky, because I don't drink whiskey. I'll take an organic kombucha. Cherry-flavoured.
2: You can have a beer. Beer Beer-flavoured.
0: I'll take it. Hey, do you happen to know who the Barley Boys are? Who doesn't? It's them two right over there. Be careful, though. And why is that? (laughs) Well, that didn't fill me with much confidence. I'd come too far to chicken out. Hey... Which one are you used, the barley boys? Well, that depends who you ask. I need to ask some questions.
2: Do you? Well, what's in it for me? You could help solve a murder. That don't really do much for me. Well, what were you doing over there when you found the body in the septic tank? Well, every once in a while I pop that lid open to give it a whiff. You know, you can get high off those fumes. What else? I was over there discussing a new policy for the old man. What do you mean, policy? I thought you Brits
0: were supposed to be smart. Right, right, I get it. So, you sell life insurance? No shit, fuckstick. And then he dies. Bit of a coincidence,
2: don't you think? I've never heard of a life insurance policy that increased your longevity.
0: So you sell the policy and then you just leave, right?
2: Well, yeah, just after I stick an ice pick in his head. The real murderer would know. He didn't even have a nice pick in his head. What I do know is what they're doing to that girl ain't right. Hang on. What girl? Hillary, Robin, Clinton. Don't fuck me about. What do you mean, what girl? The one that ain't right in the head. How so? Well, you know, I heard she's a Democrat. What? She's a damn Democrat. She went off to college, started kissing girls, and now she came back a Democrat. And... Why, you defending her now? Are you a
0: Democrat? No, I'm not a Democrat. And I could answer honestly, because I didn't really know what it was.
2: Well, none of us around here are Democrats, but that ain't no reason to lock a girl in a room for 25 years. She's been out of college for that long and we haven't seen her. There's nobody else living in that house. Well, I'll tell you what, you better get out of that house while you still can. And you better sign up for one of my life insurance policies
0: too. Two hours later, and I was finally out of that bar with a very interesting policy that guaranteed my next of kin $25,000 if anything was to happen to me. I hitchhiked home, didn't have much luck. All the facts were spinning round my head. Holt bore life insurance out on Denise's father's life. Then, he ends up dead in a septic tank. They had a daughter living in the house. Why would they call me if they did it? It didn't make no sense. Suddenly, mud splashed up my side and a car roared past. It came to a screeching halt in front of me. Need a ride? Who are you?
2: The name Sally Jesse Raphael.
0: I got in the car. It smelled like honey and roses. Southbound is written by Billy Francis and produced by Jake Irwin. Music and sound design by Jake Irwin. This week's episode featured Billy Francis as Simon Bock, Jake Irwin as Holt, Madeline Legweek as the Barmaid, Max Goldstein as Barley Boy and Shelby Cohen as Sally Jesse Raphael.